back. Uh, damn. <laughs> we got that octave split perfectly. Did we? Yeah. I'll have to listen back into that to confirm, but I believe you. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, my name is Fox Evans, and this is episode 85 of Stuck in a Corner. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and say it's 85, because this is uh, August the 27th, year of our Lord, 2022, and today is really lacking for good fucking holidays. Um, Seriously? What day is it? All right, I'm just going to go through, like, real quick. I'm just going to hit you with them, like, back to back. There's only one good one in here, and it's the second one, so don't don't stop me. All right. Okay. International Lottery Day, August Moon Festival, Lyndon B. Johnson Day, uh, National Just Because Day, National Petroleum Day, National Pots de Creme Day. There's a Pride Day somewhere. That's good. Uh, <laughs> the Duchess Who Wasn't Day. I'm sure that's interesting, but I don't have time. TLDR. Uh, and then it's like Aaron Paul's birthday. Like, do I care Wait, about what? this? Aaron Paul? Yeah. That's Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, do I Bitch. care about Bitch. the guy from Bojack Horseman? Mr. Orson? White. You don't care about Tom? We got to cook. Do I care about him being more? Yeah, I do you actually a lot. He's Chavez? probably one of the best characters in the show. You don't care, you don't care about Jesse Pinkman? He needs more uh, pumpkins to enrich his environment. What I really need to do is go back and watch Breaking Bad because I, I've seen the first two seasons of Breaking Bad and I've seen El Camino. And Wait, yeah, we watched El Camino and I don't care about Breaking Bad. I've never seen it. Let's watch it. It's really good. It's really gruesome too. I don't want that. I like Brian Cranston as I know him as Commissioner Gordon, a man in a Godzilla film I've never seen, and also Hal. Yeah, yeah, and you want to see Hal break bad. Now I do want to see Brian Cranston in more horror movies, though. I Same. Like Are that. you saying Hal, like Hal the, the the Green Lantern? No, no. The, the father in uh, what is it? Malcolm in the Middle. In the middle. Yeah, one of my favorite yeah. fathers. Yeah, that's Brian he's an excellent father. So it's just Hal with his uh, second family in New Mexico. Oh my God, that's the. And, it, <laughs> and that is the same guy. His second life as Walter White, and he breaks bad because he gets cancer. What he ditches he his first family. Brian Cranston? I don't know. Did you introduce yourself? My name's Fox Evans. My name's Dave. You don't get a sound effect for yourself? I just did one. I heard that for Fox. I've oh, never, okay, okay. I definitely never that. <laughs> I have uh, the Pokemon trait Intimidate, so when I walk into the room, uh, this sound plays. I know that to be factually false. I don't know anything about any other Pokemon uh, traits that I can use that were funny. Um, I think one of them's bashful. <laughs> RC Josta. That's my name. And also I might be using trait. the wrong word. RC Josta. RC Josta. Is RC Josta like an offshoot of RC Cola? No. Uh, Intimidate is an ability. No relation. Okay. I'm so confused. So am I. What? <laughs> Brian Cranston was also in, uh, well, someone asked, and that's what I was doing at first, and then I made a joke and no one could pivot from it, so he was... <laughs> I, I actually was also looking at, like, Brian Cranston's, um, what's it called? Oh, yeah, he was at, holy shit, do you, do you remember him in filmography? filmography? Do you remember him in How I Met Your Mother? What? Yeah, as uh, he was Tim, Ted's, Ted's boss. And he was he, the guy who made the giant penis building. Yeah, and he didn't see it until his superior told him. Oh, that is a great role for him. He's a, oh. Brian Cranston is so good at just playing, like, flustered, innocuous men. He'd play a great Jerry in real life if the guy oh. who voiced Jerry also wouldn't play a perfect Jerry. That's a fair point, because I feel like the guy who plays both Jerry and Cyril Figgis looks like both Jerry and Cyril Figgis at the same time. He looks like but Brian Cranston would make a better one. I think Cyril, I think the guy who plays Cyril and Jerry plays a stronger, pathetic meow meow role, whereas Brian Cranston is just, it's chaotic. I feel like Brian Cranston typically plays uh, toxic masculine characters who get like taught that toxic masculinity isn't the way at some point in their life. Brian Cranston's character? No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? How? No. Have you seen the movie Why Him? No, but because no. right now I'm thinking in my head about how I would love to see uh, Brian Cranston play Carly and Spencer's dad in iCarly because I can see uh, the uh, attitudes of how being in that of Spencer. <laughs> They're the same. They're the same level of like screaming while doing something weird and somehow doing it bad but also good. I, well, Carly's dad doesn't scream. I don't know what Carly's dad looks like. I'm saying it could be Brian oh, okay. Cranston. Does Carly's dad? Do we know if Carly's dad screams in, in IRL? We, we don't. don't. But I think that Jerry Trainer and <laughs> Brian Cranston should be in something together. I was trying to think about how you could uh, apply the iCarly cast to Breaking Bad, but frankly, I don't think that's. I think that uh, is literally impossible. Yeah, I don't, a, yeah, I think it's impossible. But B, I don't they're think just, you should do that. They're just friends of the of, of Walt's son at school. Like, Dave, they're just junior. Right? They're just like trying to pull sure. junior. Yeah, they're just they're just teenagers in this world where someone happens to be selling that. They have nothing to do with the plot line. They have no like you may you maybe see them in passing because they're extras walking like to lunch. But they I'm have. Gonna, that's like trying to put the characters of Lazy Town into The Godfather. I'm gonna make an ARG where I cut the iCarly cast out of their episodes and, and put, them, put them as extras in Breaking Bad and upload them as torrents to the internet of full seasons of that's Breaking like a whole Bad. New thing. 
It's like, yeah, that's like, this enough. is creative. We've this recasted Breaking Bad, but not the main characters, the background characters. <laughs> so I get arrested. <laughs> for... on, let's go further with this. All of the background characters, we just cut out of live of action them. Nickelodeon TV shows <laughs> and put them into the background. So that means that also the characters from Victorious are in there, specifically the puppet. And No, specifically... Uh, I don't know. I don't want Victoria's him there. I don't want him there. Victor like Sam Tori, Tori is in there, but also the uh, the boxer that Tori Vega's character plays in iCarly is, is in there. That is a oh, good that is pull. Good. <laughs> Let's also pull, just even though it's from a completely different channel, let's also pull some of the bizarre uh, Disney Channel original TV shows. And also oh. Jackson from Hannah Montana. Oh, oh, oh God, Jackson from Hannah Montana, the 40-year-old man who plays 15-year-olds like every time? Yeah, yeah, we'll put him in. We'll also throw Frankie Muniz in Dude, that dude's way fun. fucking older. Who are you talking about? Jackson from Hannah Montana, the older brother, the dude that... You don't remember Bucky Kentucky? I also didn't know who you were talking about when you said uh, You don't remember Jerry. Bucky Kentucky? Oh, uh, Ricky Morty. Oh, what? yeah. Oh. Uh, Cyril Figgis, Jerry Smith, um, the... The, the narrator the from that one shark game. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, what, is his name what else is he in? He's in an episode of Better Off Ted as a very pathetic little man that Veronica ends <laughs> oh. up like sadly having a relationship oh, with. Oh, I kind of want to watch Better Off Ted now. Because she pities him. Jason Earls. Because they, they both have like the same uh, initials and they were fighting for the same promotion and one of them ended up getting promoted and it was Veronica and, and then whoever plays Jerry got, ended up being put in like this very tiny office in the basement. <laughs> so it's like a four by four office. Jason Earls is Jerry, is that you're saying? No, Jason Earls is uh, Jackson Rod Stewart. <laughs> ah, yes, Jackson Rod Montana. Stewart from Hannah Montana. How old is he now? Uh, Jason Earls is 32. 32. Oh. Wait, wait. Sorry. Is that his character? Is Jackson Stewart 32? Fuck you, Hannah Montana Wikipedia. <laughs> I hate you. Don't do, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you Wait, off. I just, he, they misled me. I just mis misinformed me when I spread a little misinformation. Why would they have his character's age? <laughs> Why is it that in the end, at the by the end of the show, he has age to 32? <laughs> Why? There's a Hannah Montana Wait, so how old is Jason Earls, though? How That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, his birthday was in 77. 77? Oh. He's like the same age as my parents. My yeah, God. same. Your dad is Bucky Kentucky. <laughs> Uh, it's International House of Reasonably Priced Water. I can't remember the rest I of it. I did not watch Hannah Montana like that. I John? loved Hannah Montana. But mm, I crave Waffle House now. You said the word. You did. You did say the word. Waffle House? Yeah. Well, no, you didn't. You, you said did, water. You said but International House of, and yeah, I thought waffles. waffles. <laughs> yeah. Chris also, Parnell, by the way, is the guy who plays Jerry Smith and Cyril Chris Parnell. Oh, gotcha. And he kind of looks like... Yeah, he looks like both of them. He looks like both of them. Both of them, but with confidence. Like, does that make sense? I think he could be a good, like, pathetic villain. I think it's very funny to look at anyone in the Rick and Morty show and say they look like the person that voices them because that art style is just so reductive from reality that it does not. It is so reductive, but also somehow it works. I think Chris Parnell could play a villain in something. I... He's got a good oh, voice yeah. to be like a fun villain. He'd be a good villain in like a kid's TV show. Oh my God, he's just the next Robbie Rotten. That's exactly it. He's the next Robbie Rotten. <laughs> he was in uh, The Anchorman. Interesting. As another little pathetic guy? I don't know. I haven't seen The Anchorman. I just know what, what it is. You, you know I don't see movies. I just, well, yeah, but like you're older than me. That's one of those ones that like... Can I, have, can I make a confession? For the longest time, I did not know that Talladega Nights and The Ballad of Ricky Bobby were the same movie. I thought they were two separate <laughs> movies. Which one did you think you had seen? I had seen The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Interesting. I yeah. mean, that's fair because... It's Talladega Nights, colon, The, the Ballad, Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, they're the same movie. They're the same fucking movie. Have either of you seen Walk Hard? No, the I've Dewey seen, Cox story. I've seen The Secret Life of Walter um, Mitty, and also I've seen Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Dewey Cox, as in the other dude from Talladega Nights? Or what the fuck are you talking isn't about? Isn't that the dude's name? Is no, that, oh. but it is John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. Okay. Walk hard. Uh, the Dewey Cox story. He's a musician in this one. Uh, it's where that like you don't want no part of this, uh, Dewey. <laughs> Stay out of this, Dewey. You don't want no part <laughs> of this. I love that fucking meme. Oh my god, I want to see that then. It's yeah. a really good movie. Okay, yeah. I think definitely have to. So there was a uh, oh the Moon Festival. That's I did want to return to that. The oh, Moon. Yeah, yeah let's press back like seven times on my phone. National Moon Day moon or Festival. Moon Festival Day. Moon Day. Everyone. I, the moon. Before you tell me what it means, I want to talk about what the Moon Festival means. Tell me what the Moon me. means to you. Yeah. So to me, the Moon Festival includes, um, you know, digging a large pit in the ground and lying in it and staring up at the moon and allowing the light to fill the pit that I've dug, um, much like a liquid would. Sorry, uh, God, if you're about to make some kind of camera obscura reference, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Did you make a camera obscura with the light of the moon? Yeah, you can make a camera obscure with anything. I don't know. I told you, I don't understand how they fucking work. <laughs> light. Yeah. Magic. Fancy magic. Light trick. 
The August Moon Festival is a festival. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Is it what? Again, Sorry, is it what? The August, the August Moon Festival is a festival celebrating Greece on the day of the full moon in August. This the year August. it falls on August 27th. The, the August Moon, moon is festival. the brightest moon of the year, so much so that it almost rivals the sun. Almost so. This day <laughs> ushers in different festivals, with the most awaited being the Olympic Games. The Olympic Games were held in ancient Olympia in honor of Zeus, the king of gods. They were usually held in August and done every four years. In modern times, however, it is a matter of luck if the opening night of the Olympics falls on the night of the August Moon. Sorry, I can't get over Yogast. Yogast. You said Yogast. Yogast Casticus is Yogast. Uh, a breed of a breed? door mice, uh, door mouse, that uh, is known for its rampant computer usage. I'm pretty sure I said the August moon, and yeah. you're just the August. No, I heard the Yogast moon. The August. Right, no, it's just you just created a new dip, a diphthong. Yogast. Yah, yah. That's not one I think we have in English typically. I was thinking about the ending like phrase of like coholic of some kind because I saw an ad listing for a job that's like making a cinnamon rolls or something because the store was called Cinnaholic and I thought is the su- is like the suffix of this like is it would it be the ic or is it the coholic and then I had to think of the fact that I know that it is the term alcohol and so you then derive from that alcoholic so it is just cinnamon roll addiction like into that of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, no. You say cinnaholic without any reference that there is a cinnamon bun involved. I thought I said that first. You did. You, you did. did. But all I'm saying is cinnaholic. Up to me as a hey, you want to go to cinnaholics? <laughs> Is the suffix of it? Is it's it ick. ick? Yeah, it's ick. So, so then, it in other words, it, it creates a suffix suffix of itself because it's just now the holic. What is other holics do we have? What like Catholic? Nice. All a Catholic is is a cataholic. Chocoholic? I don't know. Chocoholic. Um. So that it's really just they use the term for Arabolic. alcoholic and it's like likened to that of an alcoholic, but for a non-alcohol thing. Um, so should it be cho- chocolate? Chocolate ick. Chocolate. Chocolate. I don't like that. Symbolic? No. That's not anything. We're just going with words in an ick. No, it's holic. Not Indian holic. Symbolic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a new consonant cluster? Symbolic. BH. This is great audio. Hey, yeah. Let me just put some plosives in your ear. <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah. Welcome to Stuck in a Corner where we absolutely. Where we talk about your ears. Phonology. Yeah, yeah. I guess we didn't come prepared today. <laughs> did, we, did we not? I had I had at least five days. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson Day. What? Let's oh, talk about that guy. I now see an article that says. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Which transitioning has saved her? It might have for uh, the founder of the FBI. So concerned with other people, not concerned enough with yourself. He was the 36th president and the 37th vice president. Lyndon B. Johnson, that's the one who took over after a good old little three letters boy got shot in Dallas, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mr. Three Letters. (laughs) Little three letters boy. Oh. Is he? Oh, I thought you were. I thought you had the information. Oh, I did, and uh, I left. And LBJ. Nope. I just. (laughs) I mean. Yeah, it was. It was. It was JFK who was president before it. We didn't. Because then it was Nixon, and then it was Gerald Ford. After who? This will work. So JFK, Lyndon B. B. Johnson, Nixon, Gerald Ford. Um, Then I think it was. Did I, think it was I love it when this turns into a history podcast. Oh, I'm not saying that sardonically. <laughs> it was either... Does sardonically no, mean to was... be like a sardine? It was Peanut Man. Yes. Sardonic. It was Peanut Man. It was Jimmy Carter and then Ronald Reagan. So Why is Jimmy Carter Bush. the Peanut Man? <laughs> because he's, I'm pretty sure he that's had a Peanut Farm. He had a Peanut Farm. He was made. To, he had to sell it because Congress was throwing a fit about how a business owner became, you know, president. Because pretty that's sure. definitely a standard they kept. They kept up with in their coming years. Pretty sure the Peanut Guy is George Washington Carver, but whatever. Yeah, a different Peanut Guy. Um. Um. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Mr. Peanut got elected president, and okay. then they made him sell his fortune, and he had to shell out his peanut body. <laughs> he became a hollow little peanut husk of a man. And then Mr. Peanut died. Like, I, I feel this these comments just, like, physically erasing my brain like a Mr. Clean magic eraser. Just, like, Are Mr. Peanut and Mr. Clean married? I don't know why they would be. But <laughs> that's what train of thought. Where, why, how? I... <laughs> Mr. Peanut. I came prepared with one other thing today, and I'm just going to interject it right here. <laughs> So We're there's really this, I was at work, okay, and this a couple of weeks ago, there was this woman, and she wanted to buy an item. An onion. And we had five of these items in the store. Onion. However, this other lady, right before she went to go grab one of them, grabbed all five of them and said, these are mine. And the other one was like, hey, like, there's only five of them. them. Can I please just have one of them? You don't need all five of them. She's like, no, I need all five of them. What was the item? It was literally just a little wooden block that had a, a school painted on it, like like a, a brand painted on it. It was just a little decorative wooden block. Yesterday. Oh, no. 
She's back. She bought the lady who, came, who absolutely had to have all five of these wooden blocks and refused to give one to the she other woman. She returned them. Every single one, along with every other item that she bought that day. She bought like over two hundred dollars worth of crap, and she brought it all back unopened, unused, like completely returned all of it. Did you ask her why? I didn't ask her why. You should have. But I did look her in the eye and say, "Was there anything wrong with these? Is there any reason that you are returning them? Like, and I remember you like really wanted these." I remember you had to have all five of them, and you wouldn't let that one lady have one other one of them. I remember when you were four years old and you saw a baby bird fall out of a nest and you didn't save it. I remember everything, Deborah. I've seen all of your sins. No, I just didn't need it. I wanted to scream at that woman because, like, she was really mean to that other lady. And, like, the other lady had come in, like, two or three times to try and find these things again. I'm like, I'm sorry. We, we don't get orders for things, like, very specific things very often. And whenever we sell out of something, they'll order it and we will get it, like, in a year and a half later. Like, I, you're not going to see that item that you're wanting. And then this woman comes back and returns it. The lady did come back in today, though. Did you tell her, hey, that bitch returned all of them? You want did. all of them? And she only she bought one because that's all she wanted. Because that's all she needed. That's all she needed. She makes sense. <laughs> yeah, there were just little blocks with a school logo on it? Yeah, just a little block with a school logo on it. Someone yeah. chose violence that day. I have to have this. This is mine. Can I have one? No. Why were you shouting onion? Because <laughs> Fox said we have a very specific item in the store. And I don't remember if these people remember what Fox sells for a living. So I was shouting, what's an, what's an item that Fox might have at the store that these people wouldn't realize that they don't? Onion. 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 <laughs> Okay. I just had to know. I was so like, I was so confused that you had tears streaming out of your eyes as you were The man who onion. wants to release thousands of woolly mammoths into the Arctic. <laughs> what about him? This is a man who exists. Uh, apparently, there's a species trying to revive. There's a nope. There's a company trying to revive. <laughs> there's, there's a species, species trying, trying to revive, to revive a, company. a company. Woolly mammoths have come back from the ice age, and what are they trying to do? Restart MySpace. Oh, they're trying to resurrect Sharks. the woolly mammoth. Sharks. Sharks. I am a woolly mammoth, and I am from the pre-Mesozoic era, I don't... and I never got to experience MySpace and the joys of HTML coding. So, for exactly two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you will get. 100% of my company, I just want my space back. Hold on, hold on. Also, they're, so they're trying to uh, resurrect the woolly mammoth by engineering DNA of the uh, of an Asian elephant. That way it'll be, have like cold resistance and like higher density. <laughs> this thing has a stat block with yeah! cold resistance being one of yeah, its Yeah, you gotta input cold resistance by putting in the specific cheat code. So you're telling me whenever I hit him with an ice spell, he takes half damage? Yes. Also, they're apparently also trying to uh, revive the Tasmanian tiger, which here's the thing. Based upon the previous sentence, that means they would try to definitely modify DNA of a current marsupial, which means to me, big possum. Big possum. Or what? big Tasmanian devil. Okay, possums so, are marsupials? Yes. yes, they have a pouch. They're the only uh, marsupial native to North America. North America. There's a Tasmanian tiger. There's a Tasmanian devil. There is That's a really great looking possum. Yes, I don't remember the other marsupials. I regret looking up possum pouch. You don't. <laughs> uh, kangaroo and wallabies. That's um, it. Do you know that there is also... Okay, so there is the American opossum, and then there is also another animal that is a possum without the O at the front of it. Wait, and they're different? What does the American opossum look like? What, is the, what are the differences? The regular... Or the, the American opossum. You know what a possum looks like. It's just the fucking... Yeah, I know the little scruffy guys. The, Both possum and opossum correctly refer to the Virginia opossum frequently seen in North America. Hmm. Uh, no, but there is a... There um, is a marsupial that's called a possum that is not an yeah. American possum. Yeah, it's in Australia. They're much cuter looking. That's, yeah. These brown ones? Well, they're more, they're more conventionally cute, but I love these scruffy little ding-dongs yeah. that we have. I wonder why the North American ones are look like, like black and white. They yeah. look like that? Little freaks. Well, love the... Them. I don't know how black and white helps. And, oh, well, I don't know. Well, they're night creatures. They're nocturnal. You ever notice how, like, whenever it's dark, you kind of just see things in kind of, like, just shades of grayish and not really color? That's yeah, for them. Uh, what, what is it called? Um, not dark vision. But, dark vision. Or no, I guess it's dark vision, yeah. In D&D, when you can see in dim light? Yes, and yeah. you can see in black and white. In shades of gray? Color. Yes, and it would be dark vision. So human, humans have just shitty dark vision. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like if we cut down the number of lights that we had at night, we would have perfectly fine dark vision, though. Maybe. Our eyes can dilate pretty pretty wide. Big. Yeah, and it's, it's the fact that there is light that the eye is absorbing. That makes your eye like smaller. That makes it where you can't see. It's good. Big, big, big. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if you look at bright lights, your eye shrinks down. Your iris, or your pupil. 
And also, like, have you ever noticed where, like, the light, if you're trying to see something in the distance and you've got a big light, like, the field of where your light ends is where you can see to, <laughs> and, like, you can't see things past it. it like, right. Using light can actually, like, blind you. That's why you're not supposed to use your brights in a storm or in a snowstorm or, or in fog. fog, yeah. Hmm, I did not realize how close the, um, the woolly mammoth is to sharing the DNA of the Asian elephant because it's 99.6% of their DNA is shared. I mean, don't we, like, share, like, you're saying We share a lot of DNA percent. with a banana. Uh, literally what I was, okay. Yeah. That doesn't mean. I knew what you were going to say. I knew it was banana. I looked into your eyes and I saw banana. <laughs> I looked into your soul and saw banana. No, but I, I just knew you, that, that banana is what you were going to go with. Wait, so, okay, so they're also going to. You said they're cloning the Asian elephant? They're going to they... modify the DNA modify. of okay. uh, like Asian elephant cells and they're going to try and from that, you know, grow a woolly mammoth. Even though there are preserved woolly mammoth bodies that they could definitely modify the DNA of. Because there's also preserved DNA of Tasmanian tigers that they tried to at one point even implant into a mouse embryo. Yeah, there I was going to say. You could go to and you could like watch it in its various growth stages. I don't I... know whatever happened to it. What was it injected with? Uh, a mouse embryo was injected with Tasmanian tiger DNA. I don't know uh, how they're going to bring back the Tasmanian tiger if they're going to alter another marsupial, so I'm just really hoping for Big Possum. I would love Big Possum. All an armadillo is, is a heavily armored opossum. I don't like the marsupials can open their mouths so big, but it's very funny. It's about as big as like a crocodile could open their mouth if like they were scaled the same size. I mean, no. No. So like a hippo can open its mouth almost 180 degrees. Or I think a Tasmanian tiger, it might have been able to do it to like 145. It was way too big. It was some stupid big number. I love you can just kind of, you know, duct tape a crocodile's mouth closed. Yeah, because they have no opening strength, only closing strength. No opening strength, just like a lobster. Just like a lobster. Just oh, like wow, yeah. So, okay, lobster claws and crocodile mouths have a lot in common. They are the same. In that they cannot be uh, opened with if there's minimal resistance. I, uh, why opened? it's not so yeah. big. Like, okay, did you ever see the lobster tanks at, like, Walmart when you were a kid? Dang, it had 120 yeah. degrees. Yeah. I hate that. So if you put the fucking rubber band around their claws, they can't Oh, open yeah, that. yeah, they yeah. just don't have the same, they don't have the tendons on either right. side. No. Sorry, I was looking at pictures of the Tasmanian tiger. It's so weird. This grew from a mouse? It's no, not quite. It's so weird looking because I do see now these photos of it like forward with its big gigantic mouth open, and it does kind of look like a monster. Uh. Yeah, it's got a really big head. It's got like a stupidly big head. I haven't seen any of those pictures. That's weird. Its mouth. Is... It just looks like something that the the sewing life alchemist made. Yeah, it, it does look like a chimera. Okay, it like looks you... like a coyote with stripes and a really big mouth. It looks okay, like, like you, you stretched out Dante's nose. Why did you combine a zebra, a hyena, and a rat? Yeah. It really looks like you stretched out Dante's face. Like no one else knows like. what Dante is. You guys know. Yeah. You guys know. That's who I'm talking to right now. Viewers at home, shut up. <laughs> Fox, doesn't, doesn't this look like... It, no, it doesn't. Yeah, you do. Look at that one directly with its face forward. That looks like Listen, Dante's fucking face. I don't look face. like Gene Wilder, and this animal doesn't look like my cat. You look like Gene Wilder and the guy from The Bear. We're here in court. You look like Stuck Jeremy Allen court. White. You look like Jeremy Allen White from The Bear, and I hate that I know his name now because it's all in my fucking Tumblr feed because people are sipping for this meow meow pathetic man. Maybe on your Tumblr So you're saying yes. I look like a meow meow pathetic man. Thank you so much. Not a man, <laughs> not meow meow, not pathetic. No, in the stills of him on these shots, he really does because he looks like he's aging every day six years. And then he comes out of it into like normal photo shoots and he's like, oh yeah, you look, you look just like him. You don't look like him when he's in shots aging six years. What's the show called again? The Bear. Yeah, that. I do kind of want to watch it because now I've, I've been told what the actual premise is and now I am curious. It's just cooks. No, it's a guy, it's like a, a prestigious chef, his brother who runs like a shitty little sandwich shop in, I don't know, some fucking uh, small uh, urban part of a uh, city, dies and so he quits his job as a prestigious chef to come take it over. And it's just this guilt and sadness he's feeling. And I think they might have had another uh, another role of John Bernthal playing dead brother in flashback. Yeah, it's just cooks. I don't... <laughs> I love John Bernthal's typecast of dead brother in flashback. Is that the guy who did that was the dead brother in peanut butter milk? Uh, just dead brother typecast. Dead brother in flashback typecast. Wait a second. Is that, the, is that Shane from Walking Dead? Yes, it is Shane from Walking Dead. And the hate Parker. that guy. <laughs> hate that guy almost as much as I hate fucking uh, oh John, god John, John Goodman. goddamn Goodman John Goodman fuck John Goodman because of his role in the Borrowers John Goodman if you ever hear this I hate He's you dead. John Goodman's oh, not wait, dead sorry I'm thinking of someone else I'm no thinking you're of thinking else. of fucking Guilfrey Gil Gil Robert oh god what are you talking Gilbert Godfrey Gilbert Godfrey no, 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 I, am. I, actually, I was thinking of someone else actually I'm not fully sure if John Bernthal plays the dead brother in the bear but I've, I've seen so many stills of him also in stills of the bear and now it's all I can assume I didn't see him listed on the cast but I didn't want to say anything I don't I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, it happens. No, getting... What you're watching is you're watching uh, episodes of the Bear where all of the background characters have been cut out and instead Walking Dead John characters Bernthal. have been yes, put yeah. in. So, yeah. John Bernthal? I would love to have this big, stupid, marsupial dog as a pet. I would love this thing. It would it would steal my socks and hide it in its weird pouch. 
I started to talk about the weird things that hyenas do to to uh, to, to reproduce. I also love hyenas. So I started to go into that, but I wrote a whole paper on this. Listeners, you should look into the way that hyenas reproduce. It's, speci- it's specifically the spotted hyena. It is specifically the spotted hyena. If you don't know, then you should go find out. Fuck around, find out. Be traumatized. I think I got a B plus on that. It's not that traumatizing. It's just a fucking weird thing. B plus is good. I, mean, yeah. I didn't want to. I, that wasn't according say? to my according to my standards. I was just, I was asking you from your because I've heard so many people not say something like that. So I was like, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, but then I, I saw the look in your eyes. A fucking good. And heard, in my opinion. I saw the look in your eyes and heard the way it sounded. It was like yeah. that's not my intention. Just well, I think it, I want to say I think it was a B plus. It might have been a low fucking A, but I was going to give myself really a big No, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought you should have. Like, I don't know my bird paper was uh, had a higher grade than that, but I'm not sure. I read the paper and I liked it. I thought you should have gotten a good grade. I wasn't sure. You read a paper on birds. How do you feel about that movie where Will Smith gets turned into a bird? That was about pigeons. I wrote a I wrote a paper about comparative diet structures of bearded vultures and Egyptian vultures because one eats mostly bones and the other one is a standard vulture diet. Okay, so how do you feel about <laughs> Will Smith's character being turned into a pigeon? I love pigeons. Love the red coloration ones. Do you guys know that there's a guy who is crossbreeding chickens to specifically tra- uh, breed for purple iridescence? That's impossible. They're robots. They're drones. You Birds think? aren't real. Actually, chickens are the only real bird. Didn't I you think, know? I, I don't know. I don't have a sound effect for my disapproval of that statement. <laughs> you don't have the... Wah, 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 wah. That's not... No, it's not a fail to have a wrong idea. It's just... I think the... <laughs> Listen, I've killed chickens. There's no mechanical parts in there. Sorry, I just had static run through my head. There was some, uh... I've killed chickens. There's no mechanical parts in there. <laughs> I want to say that I could kill a chicken, but I think I have too much of a heart. If you give me an already dead one, I think I could butcher it. Yeah? Yeah. We can get you a job at the uh, Butterball Factory. No, thanks. Okay. Don't like turkey. This is... My dad made me kill a rabbit once. I know. One time, That's I, had, one time I had to, uh, I dug out like the small dead uh, collection of baby bunnies from under our deck, and I was crying as I did so because I could not properly get them, and I was just so sad. And then I had to go back inside and get a plastic bag because I didn't want them to just have their tiny little dead bodies under our deck for my dog to rip apart. That's so sad. Yeah. My uh, grandpa grew a bunch of, or I guess raised a bunch of rabbits. Grew rabbits out of the ground. <laughs> he raised a bunch of rabbits, and he raised them to be eaten. Yeah. And then he got his first rabbit, and he went to go take it to, you know, kill it so he could eat it. And he was looking at it, and he was just like, God fucking damn it. And he went opened up the crate and let all the rabbits go. I love rabbits so much. They're so sweet. And like, I want to clarify in case he ever listens to this, I guess, that he didn't make me kill it he heavily encouraged me to and when i said that i didn't want to i think he asked ethan to or something like that i think that's a dad way of making you do it that's yeah, a dad yeah, way to do like, it come on come on we're gonna eat this you know we shot it it's good it's fine. i didn't want to whatever my, Bullshit. my mom told yeah. me about a story about how the she cover was for that. Just... Mom told me a story about how when she was younger um her family i think had the town the new priest over for dinner one night and they were having like a squirrel stew and my papa i think suddenly stopped in the middle of he was eating he was like I don't know if I got all the shells out of the squirrel. Pardon? And then continued eating. Pardon? Yeah, they ate, they ate squirrel. <laughs> no, I know. But just it's a buckshot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like the shells of like nuts from like the insides. of the... I was like, That's you different. put that in the food? That's what the different. fuck is wrong with no, you? No, I don't think you would eat squirrel sweetbreads. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you would eat squirrel sweetbreads, no. Apparently the brain tastes nutty. Huh. Get out. The proteins. I'm not the one who's eating it. I'm just telling you what no, I know. I. The but nut I've heard proteins. It's, it's all right. Nut protein. <laughs> Where's Make the diggity sound effect? I don't, oh yeah, sorry, nut protein. Oh yeah. No, I want the bad sound. Give me a bad sound. Uh, Say it again, and then give yourself a bad sound. <laughs> That's mean, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you looked at me and said, oh, is that good? About a B plus. Hey, sorry. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh, I'm just over here trying to revive holy mammoths and Tasmanian tigers so I can have a weird dog creature that hides my socks in its bizarre pouch and makes me question every day of my life. Do you have a shocked crowd gasp? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know. I dropped out of college. I have no right hey, to like, judge you on what grade you made. Hey, were I... all your, phone, your, uh, your loans federal? I was trying to say all your phones literal. <laughs> what did I say last night that got jumbled around that you tweeted? <laughs> my, cat on, yeah. <laughs> my cat is butt My cat is butt My brother and I used to do spoonerisms all the time, <laughs> and I, which is switching the first like syllable of words around, which is where I got like one of my artist names, Ray Dobison. It'd be like lateral night or something instead of natural light or... Um, uh, Sugal Gurch instead of Google search. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you so I, instead of Buzz Lightyear, I said my cat is Butt Lightyear. <laughs> On accident. Yeah, because I just I'm used to it now. We have this like automatic cat feeder here. Uh, yeah, the, the god, studio. the astronaut. It's yeah. our cat's food our god. god. Um, god. And he feeds them automatically. But it looks like an astronaut, and I've really been searching for like a purpose for it to look like an astronaut. <laughs> There's fucking not one. There's it's just not. a piece of black plastic over white plastic. You can't see into it's it. Not the helpful. most I can say is that it looks 
vaguely person shaped and so maybe they go over to it and they're like oh it's, it's a person it's vaguely amogus esque yeah, or like vaguely fall guys being we'll put it on the on the image for this one <laughs> i just i don't understand why the fuck it looks like a fucking astronaut it shouldn't there's no reason for it to because food Join. takes you to outer space Join. no they're cats they can't comprehend that it's for us if oh. we send cats to space they'll come back hating earth just like the spiders and the jellyfish did what we sent jellyfish into space and then we brought them back and they fucking hate earth now <laughs> they detest earth and i don't know, know that. what that means but that's what the that. article said it said these jellyfish hate earth and i don't know how you measure the hatred of an organism that's essentially a floating stomach how does that make sense oh they were spaceborn. that's a great name I love uh, these space-born jellyfish. Oh, so they were born in zero gravity. You bring them into gravity. They've never experienced it before. They're like, fuck this. But like, they're in water. Water barely has a gravity to begin with. Yes, it does. It, NASA, NASA barely. NASA first started sending jelly, jellyfish to space aboard the Columbia Space Shuttle during the early 90s to test how spaceflight would affect their development. As cool as, yeah, that's kind of like, okay, you just did this to some animals. That's neat. I will say of all the animals, they could pick the things that are barely, that are just like a colony of just small little weird things. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's it the is best just thing kind of a collection of cells. It is the most alien life form that, that we have. It is utterly bizarre, besides like actual viruses. Or eels, which we don't know where they come from. But I anyways, love eels. Go ahead. So far. Jellyfish tell up from down through calcium sulfate crystals that the bottom edge of their mushroom-like bodies. The crystals are housed in little pockets lined with hair cells, and when the jellyfish moves, the crystals roll around, signaling to the brain which way is up by stimulating those hair cells. The pockets seem to develop normally in space, but the astro jellies later had trouble figuring out how to swim around in normal gravity. They had abnormal pulsing and movement when returned to Earth compared to non-astronaut jellyfish. <laughs> non-astronaut jellyfish. Non-astronaut jellyfish. I was looking up jellyfish because I couldn't remember if they were Nidarians or not, because I thought the term uh, space-born Nidarian is a very fun term that I will use for something later. And one of the people also asking is, can a jellyfish eat a human? And it says, Don't worry, a jellyfish will never eat you. And I'm like, bitch, yes, they will. Thank you. There will one day be one big enough. It will eat me. That's fine. I mean, the Portuguese man would just fucking destroy you absolutely it would also not a jellyfish but like dumbo squid or what is it no um there's big fin squid hate those things that would destroy me also they're those alien like ones that we don't know if we have ever oh, seen a big one it's, oh, the, it's the fucked up ones the legs the legs stick yeah. out at a 90 degree oh. angle from their body and like just trawl around the, like ground the, the, the sound floor. effect that accompanies like, it is just... it's like 80 feet it's like how long which i what i hate about that is that their legs stick out from them and drag along the ocean floor supposedly and they're so long but i hate the idea 13 to 26 feet 13 to 26 feet i hate the idea of it grabbing something on the ground and then somehow that stupid tentacle working its way back up to its mouth i hate that <laughs> i don't know if it can curl like that Maybe how else would it get its food up there it just it just like curls it up it just like starts coiling and it uses a fucking little thing how we don't know how they work how the squid feeds is yet to be discovered i don't know how they feed the first record sure. of his family comes from a specimen caught off the azores in 1907 it looks like a virus it because. looks bad and i love it and i despise it there are real pictures of this shit though yeah it's fucked up we fear. don't know if we've ever seen an adult one fear of the ocean is 100 legitimate fear fear of the ocean is very valid i love um bizarre ocean cryptids if you guys have ever want to look up uh the black carpet uh in the ocean it's supposedly this like miles long and like tens of feet deep large mass that just crawls over the ocean ground. And oh, this is a this isn't a real thing. No, this is a cryptid. Yeah. It's uh, and it looks as if the entire ground of the ocean is moving, and when it gets across something, it just kind of like dissolves it into it. This is similar to the gray goo. Do you know what the Grey Goo hypothesis no. is? So the Grey Goo hypothesis is a doomsday scenario in which we create machines, um, specifically nano machines, that can replicate themselves uh, and or replicate themselves by taking materials from the environment. And construct new ones that there's do the a, same thing. There's a Justice League episode, uh, I think called, I think it's the Dark Heart or something that has something exactly like that. It's this nano machine uh, virus alien thing that crash lands in the middle of a desert, and it's just continuously eating the things around it and just creating new bizarre horrific robots. And like, Captain Adam has to go into the heart of like the primary version of itself and just completely kill it because that kills all the rest of the sub-replicated things on it. Because it's also a hive mind. I love that you. Oh wow, it's it's gray and gooey. Yeah, it's probably based on I love that you knew that. the name of the episode too. That's funny. That the actual name of the episode. <laughs> Dark Heart. Yay! Yeah. Um, so they would replicate like exponentially yeah. and grow in numbers that could not be contained they would dissolve anything that they came into contact with because they would be used as materials to create new nanomachines and within like a matter of hours they would coat the planet in nanomachines and completely strip it of material to construct new ones and cool. that would just be it assimilation by gray goo machine by nanoparticle that's cool i feel like that'd be the best way for the world to end no trace of humans uh, oh, i was gonna say, well, I mean, I no trace say of the trace of it would be the monster we have created to destroy us. the puddle of like and now the world, know. now that now the Earth is just a place that you don't go to. We made a fucked up silicon ocean. <laughs> this place is not a, a, a honor. Place a honor. place of honor. No great deed is. <laughs> what would happen when they got to the core? Die. Would they start to like melt and die, or would they consume the heat materials and stuff too? So okay, let's 
there's a lot in the way, right? Earth is massive. Right. And, okay, there, I think there are too many things in the way Would it be of this hypothetical to know, right? Would like, it be waterproof? It's a, it's a it nanomachine, quote-unquote. So this is like the size of a cell, but it's a robot. It's a machine that can somehow take atoms away from other molecules and, like, I mean, Eventually, them. it would get down there. Yes, yeah. but, like, so the, the physics of, like, gravity and other things would start to change as... And the chemistry of heat, like, corrupting it and everything would also have to take effect. Well, okay, but like denaturants of some kind, because like heat will well, create no. the denaturants of like an atom moving fast and like fuck it up. So like if everything is already wiped out on the Earth, there's still water and ground, right? right. Like yeah. there's no plant life, there's no, uh, but there's water and minerals and shit like that. So as it like slowly absorbs that, the mass doesn't go away, right? So the gravity has to stay the same, but it's the nanomachines compressing in on it. So they would stop being nanomachines, I think. They would start to get crushed by the weight of the amount of nanomachines on the planet, right? And start packing down into a layer, or it would just evolve into a giant sentient mass. I mean, I don't know. Does a, does a worm get crushed by the pressure of the Earth it crawls through? I don't know. Yes, after a certain point, or it can't dig deep enough that it could because the Earth gets really dense. Because remember, we have a crust which is super soft. That yeah, we but can I dig don't to. think worms are going th two miles down. No, exactly. So like, no. But if they did go down far enough, like yes. Well, so I, I think you're right. Eventually, they would get to a point where they would like they wouldn't be able to replicate anymore because they would stop being nanomachines like because like the, the gravity would and crush would, them even at that small a level it's, unless there wouldn't. was a point where, unless they didn't do that i don't know do you think it would, then it would then create silicon life of some kind as it merges with other atoms and stuff and things yes cool because I mean, there has to be byproduct yeah. there has to be material that's not using it can't take every possible atom to make an animation this is the weirdest fucking hypothetical y'all i just i just gave this like silicon doomsday life. thing silicon that i heard life. and y'all started grilling me about what <laughs> tell me about it well you tell took me about my, well, you my thing when i told you about this weird fucked up cryptid supposed mass thing that lives in the yeah, bottom it of the ocean. sounded like it right because it would just wash over you these things just remind me of like, you. the fun guy from uh kipo yes the little kid fungus. fungus that's what it was fungus horrifying fungus. scary little guy. giant fungus sentient death monster with the mind of a child yeah he's made of like peanut butter and sriracha <laughs> like like canon or just that's what he looks like do you know he's not in the, there's he's an like episode he's like cheetah he orange. orange there's an episode like in the like pre uh no pre-destruction of the burrow that kipo's parents are in um uh song uh I forget in the what flashbacks, mom. Right? yeah in yeah. the flashback i think, when she's I think a scientist. Song, yeah song uh song is having like bizarre you know cravings because she's pregnant and yeah. also pregnant with a bizarre creature thing child with creature. The, mu the mutagen yeah with a, with a child with a mutagen right so she's she having cravings of like, fungus and it tasted like no, she ate uh, like peanut butter, I think mixed with sriracha and some other stuff, and then that got like kind of messed up and left to sit out over the course of the years then, Moldy. and it turned into a fungus that probably mixed with all of the other mutagen samples that were in that scientific burrow. That's what became fungus. That's what became fungus. That's why the bunker smells so weird. That's why it's orange. That's why he's alive. God struck the uh, shambled mound that is the, the base um, where the humans used to live with lightning, and that gave birth to Gus. That's how zombie pigmen are made. <laughs> That's how zombie pigmen or zombie pigmen? Yeah. P-I-K or P-I-G? Yeah. That's not an answer. Zombie Pikmin. Yeah. The little dudes just like... <laughs> hey, the computer went quiet. Come back. Did it go quiet? Oh, yeah, no, just, it, yeah. <laughs> this is stuck in a quarter, bitch. Wake up, fuck up. Look at that man. Now the screen just went dark for a second. Look at that man. Oh. The, the, the listeners literally can't look at Dante. Hey, he listeners, is, shut up. Look at this man. He is a cat that is not... So imagine, so imagine a Tasmanian tiger, but squish the face in. <laughs> So a cat does not look like a Tasmanian tiger. I don't know what you're talking about, Gene Wilder. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Jeremy Allen White from the TV show The Bear. I'm going home. You are home. Welcome home. Fucking damn it. Welcome home. How, how was your trip? It was pretty bad. People keep telling me I look like Gene Wilder. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about saying it. I thought about it. I, just, you know, I thought it might make your life worse. I couldn't remember if... Uh, I was trying to think of um, the Willy Wonka movie, and for some reason my mind was thinking he sings a song in that movie. Does he sing a song in that yeah. movie? Yeah. Come with That's me. That's it. And they sing a lot of There's also that one scene Olympus. where Gene Wilder yeah. completely traumatized the cast inside of that horror tunnel, and that was completely unscripted. That's perfect. It makes perfect sense if you've seen Young Frankenstein, and you just see Gene Wilder kind of just have an empty stare and yell into madness. It's wonderful. I haven't seen that one. Oh, Young Frankenstein? It's an excellent movie. Have I you seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, well, so I've seen Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and I've seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Honestly, I don't think Gene Wilder's tunnel scene is nearly as scary as fucking Johnny Depp's is. That I one don't was remember the tunnel That's fine. That's fine. But the one that Gene Wilder did was not scripted and it did, in fact, traumatize the cast. It did traumatize the cast. He had a lot of fun in that movie, I'm betting. 
He had a lot of fun. He did a lot of unscripted things in that movie. Good. You should just kind of let him roam free. So Gene Wilder was the scientist in Young Frankenstein. Yeah, he's Frankenstein. He was Frankenstein. He's, he's Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein. Oh my God. Literally in the IMDb page, it says Dr. Frederick Frankenstein. Pronounced Frank, F-O-R-N-K-N-S-H-T-E-E-N. -E -E That's awesome. <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein. That's super dumb. Is that the way that it was supposed to be pronounced? I don't no. know. He also Frankenstein. He's also in a movie. I don't know what it's called, but he plays the younger brother, or he plays the brother of Sherlock Holmes, who's an often overlooked brother of Sherlock Holmes. And it's really good. Like he's not Mycroft, I believe, but he's not. He's just some other guy. Was he in a film adaptation? This is a film. Yes. Okay. Oh, My favorite in TV. Uh, Sherlock Holmes like theory. Is it murder? Well, not theory. Time? I guess like a joke is in Shanghai Nights. Whenever um, it's the one with Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Owen Wilson has been like writing about <laughs> his. Um, his feats and things that he's done but he's like been over like overplaying them making himself sound like a more badass cowboy than he is yeah, what, what? and they go over to britain and they meet this guy and he's a really big fan of owen wilson's character's books and he wants to be a writer too so he ends up creating sherlock holmes based off of uh these wild fantasy books that owen wilson's character wrote that's crazy to just take uh credit for the creation of sherlock holmes based on your own like falsified this is a fiction movie <laughs> What were you, you were about to say? Oh, I found the movie that uh, that I was talking about with Gene Wilder as a Sherlock Holmes' brother, and it's the movie is just called The Adventure of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother. <laughs> Why can't I? Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Wow. <laughs> oh, yes, and it's got the same guy who played Igor in it. Oh, my Marty God, Feldman. yes. This bug-eyed man. I yeah. love him. He's yeah. so funny. He's so funny looking, and he's perfect. His eyes seem to look in two different directions. I hope he understands that he is funny looking, and he is fantastic in that sense. He's loved for that. He well, is beloved for this. Speaking of things that are both funny looking and fantastic, this has been a Fox Den production, and it is Stuck in a Corner. Make sure you check out all of our super dope things that we do, including Hell is Eternal and other stuff. <laughs> cons in it too uh make sure you follow us on facebook twitter and instagram where you can find posts about our artists uh, new events coming up in the local area and all of the podcasts and shows that we do and have planned for the future uh you'll get all of that on our feeds so follow us there yeah and uh twitter mm -hmm. yeah look at my cat that's what i said i know I was just, <laughs> okay i was just saying words hey audience look at my cat don't they can't let's all have a moment of silence for the shut cat. up and look at my cat thank you, thank you <laughs> all right what should we listen to as we uh as we find our way out i'm gonna listen to very uh strange and bizarre mouth sounds hmm. give me something in the realm of that uh concrete by all psych Okay, okay, okay. Let me just scroll all the way back to the top of the list real quick. It wasn't like I was down in the T's and R's or anything like that. I'm just scrolling all the way back up. This Here we go. Far. Well, I don't have the keyboard. I don't know how to type. Sigerson. <laughs> His name is Sigerson Holmes. All right, and now I just have to uh, figure out how this works. I'm pretty sure if I just turn that off, I can drag and drop this in. So, uh, yeah, this has uh, been Stuck in a Corner, reiterating that. We're going to be listening to Concrete by Allsyke, an artist out of Virginia. Virginia, as we do a final news. Sorry, we just moved to a new system. Boxed End Productions.